Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey everyone, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And your away team is about ready to finish season two and enter a brave new world and... We may... Well, well, we'll get to that later. But this episode, you, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 24, The Ultimate Computer, and Season 2, Episode 25, Bread and Circuses. So, The Ultimate Computer. The Netflix description is as follows. The Enterprise is chosen to be the test ship for the new M5 Multitronic computer system, which is designed to run a ship without human help. I've seen it. Been a couple years, but I know there was no way we were going to get out of this episode without Kirk arguing the computer to, into yes. exploding. In fact, I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. with the title, I was like, "The ultimate computer." Parentheses that Kirk argues with till it explodes. Yeah, is, the, is the description they are chosen or they choose? Is chosen. Is chosen. Okay, I thought you yeah. said uh, they choose to, and I was like, no. Yeah, they yeah. were against it from <laughs> yeah. the get go. Spock yeah. was real yeah. horny for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was really funny in the beginning. They're like the explanation is coming on a board on on board, and I was like, like the situation, like from Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, for half a second, um, I really thought whoever beamed the board because I, I saw the ultimate computer uh, mm-hmm. title of the episode, and then that uh, the guy beams aboard, and I was just sort of like. Oh, are they doing like a cyborg deal? Like, mm. oh, I or I guess more Android at that point. Like, I really inside of me is nothing but parts, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Which and, they've done before too. Which yeah. they've done before. So I was like, I don't know, maybe it's another Android episode. Yeah. That they can he's Kurt can argue with and then he will literally explode. And I think that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing that struck me about the opening minutes of the episode is that Kirk's annoyed because he's not been mm-hmm. given any explanations. And he gets the signal from uh, the, the guy beaming over, and he jams on his chair like real hard mm-hmm. before he goes to the transporter room. And I'm like, for a dude that went on trial for murder for doing that like <laughs> less than two years ago, you're awfully harsh on the intercom button. You're right. You're right. On that particular episode, doing a quick flashback there. I wonder what the betting pool was like for the rest of the every all the other officers who are like, man, Kirk is always hitting his chair. Oh, like, yeah, what? Like, I mean, I'm ten, 10 bucks that it actually was him. I'm super <laughs> super surprised that his chair doesn't have like handles or like yeah, like handles because um, every time that the ship gets hit or whatever, he like grabs the arms of the chair and <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like you're hitting all kinds of buttons, buddy. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> all kinds of buttons. I totally feel like Uhura was like, I'm just gonna. These buttons off. <laughs> yes, sir. they don't actually you, work. Actually. Right? No, no. She's she's over there at her station when he's like pushing buttons. She's like, oh, okay. She just I'll push that button too, so it actually works. Like they disconnected that shit a long just, time ago. She rewired it to just have like little flashing lights that you know those pocket lights you put in your closet. That's all they are. The little LED pocket. Lieutenant, my blow the air hatch button doesn't work. I'm sorry, sir. We'll find out what that happened. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's not really related to the plot, but I was particularly struck by how brazen he was like, death button, nope, just a little to the right. 
I appreciate the pleasant surprise that Daystrom wasn't just a white dude. He tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little struck by that. I was like, tall, tall guy, tall guy, tall guy. Yeah. Tall, tall guy? <laughs> Depict it in 1960. Eris has a type. <laughs> <laughs> in 1968, depicting a black man as the greatest STEM genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that like, yeah. yeah. Credit where credit is due. For Spock sure. was like into him. He, yeah. he, was, he was such an admirer. He's like, this man is a genius. I'm so excited to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> he was like a geek at San Diego Comic Con. It was just like, <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> James, look at that! Look! Look! Ask for a picture. <laughs> the line is three miles long. <laughs> All right, I went. <laughs> <laughs> you did a little Kirk compression there. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of notes because this episode was just so predictable. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, just from the get go, he he was like, "Am I worried? I'm losing command." And yeah. I was like, no, you're worried that you're going to have to argue with another computer because you do that all the time. <laughs> well, and then Spock was also really into that computer. Like, yeah. I can't lose my ship, my job, and my boyfriend all at once. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's, he, said, he said, am I that petty? And I was like, yes. Yeah, I did the same thing. Am I that petty? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is just because it's like, I'm viewing this in 2021 knowing all the other sci-fi shows, movies, books, episodes of, oh no, my job is getting replaced by a machine. Like, I'm being replaced by a machine. Like, oh no, I'm going to lose my job. Anxiety. And it's just like, was this the start of it? I don't think so, because I actually think that anxiety happened, like, at the start of the Industrial Revolution. (laughs) So, but at the same time, I was like, maybe it's just because, like, I've been oversaturated with it and this was a new thing. Or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it really was a rehashing, even in the '60s, of like here's this just t- like social science episode well, of you were having the advent of the, the computer age. I mean, obviously, True. I mean it wasn't the computers as we understand them today. But mm-hmm. to get the man to get a man on the moon took, yeah, you know, floors of IBM mainframes. Computer churning. used to be a yeah. title that you give a person because their right. job was to do to math do things. Yeah. yeah. We all saw uh, yeah, no, hidden sure. figures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't see hidden figures. There we go. You didn't see hidden figures. It's good. It's very good. I heard, I heard it. Yeah. yeah. You can rent it from the library. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay for it. I mean, pay for it if you like it, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, try to test it out first. <laughs> this is also very War Games, like the movie from the 80s. And mm. I was very surprised that it wasn't almost exactly the exact same plot. Because um, at one point I wrote, I was like, it's going to turn out that Daystrom had a kid who, like, died, right? And that's who he put, like, the Ingrams or whatever in. Like, I, you know, until he was like, oh, it was myself. I was like, oh, okay, that part I wasn't expecting. I was yeah. really expecting it to be, like, your son that didn't survive into adulthood or something. And, of course, the movie 2001 came out literally four weeks after this episode aired. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I had to look it yeah. up, and I'm like, wow, four weeks exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was cracking jokes during this one, wasn't I? I was like, I can't do that, Dave. Well, okay, I have the transcript of you cracking jokes Oh, no, that's right, you wrote this down. Yes, uh, Laura says, I don't think it's going to like that, Steve. (laughs) My line, Dave. Laura's line, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Chekhov 
and Sulu. And Sulu. I put I said Sulu and Chekhov. It's late enough in the season that they were actually developing scripts that involved both of them. But you'll notice that the stock shot they have from Kirk's POV, looking at the view screen, you can see the two people sitting at the front station. That's not Sulu there. That's some random white guy. Oh, I didn't, I didn't notice. Oh, I have my I head down quite like, a bit. <laughs> I, I, Leonardo DiCaprio in. Yeah. <laughs> of course, the podcast audience doesn't know that I'm pointing, much yeah. like DiCaprio did that one time in that one Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I was also disappointed to learn that we still have the death penalty in the future. But the show established that right. we don't have it except for people going to uh, that one planet, throbby place. testicle head planet. They drop Pike off eventually. Yeah. So that means mm-hmm. we don't have the death penalty and Kirk is just totally fine throwing that out there as a punishment well, possibility to my somebody. My headcanon <laughs> is that Kirk picked up on the fact that like the that Daystrom and the computer had a moralistic relationship mm-hmm. too. So it was more like not we, like the death penalties on the books, but like... Be, the the punishment for murder is death because God said so. Yeah, very eye for an eye kind yeah. of situation it, there. It felt very like like when a parent asks a child like, and what's the consequence for this? Death. Like, like, yeah. 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 That was exactly like that. Yeah. When the parent says, if You're you do right that again, hand. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. 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 It's just like letting the kid pick their own punishment. It's just like ice cream party, or you can chop off my hand, mommy. I know I did bad. You're like. Oh, we we need to discuss um, some things here. Ooh, I was that child. I was like, oh, it's going to be some type of horrible corporal punishment. No, you, you get time out. It's fine. Okay, oh my god. I wish I had time out. But that's a whole trauma we're not oh, ready no, to get that. into. That's not what this podcast is about. I forgot. I was like, oh, wait a second. I am a semi-normal child. <laughs> Yeah, that really covers a lot of my notes. Yeah. Uh, James Duhon got a lot of work this week yeah. playing Scotty and the voice of the computer and the voice of one of the commanders of one of the other ships. Holy God, oh, nice. Yeah. He Good cashed job, three Scotty. paychecks that, that week. Yeah. Very nice. When the computer and um, Kirk are arguing about who's going to go down to the planet, Kirk says either Rollins or Phillips or both, I think. Um, and I was like, one of those is a chick. Like before I realized, <laughs> before I realized all the whole thing was going to take place on the ship, one or, I was like, one or both, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yeah. or both. And there was definitely some canoodling at whatever that department's Christmas party was mm-hmm. that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did like Spock's loyalty speech, uh, not like the speech yeah. itself, but the like sentiment the sentiment behind it. Yeah, and yeah. like the uh, kind of character development that Spock's been kind of on and off again getting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that kind of lays the groundwork for how we see Kirk and Spock in the movies because it is not just oh like we're close and this is they were kind of partners in this mm-hmm. space venture that we have also in the bedroom yeah. but <laughs> yeah. in the movies it's like they're they're each other's soulmates to, to a yeah. certain degree when one dies the other one is very, incomplete yeah, yeah. We also got a little bit of Kirk's introspection Mm -hmm. in this one that you do see much later on in the movies. Like, middle-aged Kirk is way better than what we got going on right here. He was showing a little bit of it this time. And, like, he's much better when he's forced to confront himself and his own actions. Mm. And he did a little bit of that. He didn't quite get there, and he's not going to change in the show. But I, I appreciate getting to see that little bit, like, 
who am I? Like, you yeah. know, when he's forced to kind of question everything he knows, it's, mm-hmm. there's, there's something there that we just don't get very much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the movies, but I don't know. I guess, like, because I've seen, I've seen gifts on Tumblr. <laughs> That's the closest <laughs> I have gotten. That's essentially the... the experience. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, like, I, yeah, so, like, middle-aged Kirk, because obviously, you know, and it's like, and I'm, I'm just thinking, like. I don't know that many young dudes who are good at examining themselves. That seems to be a much later in yeah. life. And then they go, oh, maybe I should think about things before I just automatically do them. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. be fair, it took me a while to get there, too. I know, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think like, like... I moved across know. the country without really thinking about it. You did do that. You did do that. I came back with the, the same amount of, uh, like, I'm back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, I was like, well, I'm going, and then like six months later, I was like, hey guys, <laughs> guess yeah. who's back? <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a young person thing, and it just like people assigned female are usually like kicked out of it faster. Like, yeah. all right, you actually have to be the responsible one because we can't get these dudes to be responsible. <laughs> I didn't hate this episode. Right. Yeah. Because I, I really like, hated the next one. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't great, right. but yeah, I, I didn't quite hate it. It wasn't the worst of the bunch we watched this time around. Yeah. For the listener, we, we watch them in batches of four and record two episodes at once. Mm-hmm. So we are coming in now, this is the first of a batch of four, and of the four we watched gonna say this is the best one? Yeah. yeah. No. The most watched. I may make an argument for Assignment Earth when we get there, but then again, I think I've also talked myself out of it since watching it earlier this week. Well, I liked it. Okay, well, good. Then maybe yeah. bring it back because this one, after we were done, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. There are two bad ones of the four we Objectively watched. Objectively bad. And I think this one and the number three are yeah. kind of a toss-up for first place unwatchable. Yeah, I agree. Well, we are approaching our commercial time. Does anybody else have any learning things to say about the ultimate computer before we move into our commercial break nope nope i just really like the vulcan pinch thing (laughs) um the explanation he was a a silver fox he was good looking oh yeah yeah yeah. he had just a hint of an anthony bourdain about him that i that i kind of was digging i can see that yeah yeah yeah. i'm smelling what you're stepping in yeah yeah Yeah. God, you're here, sir. <laughs> Hal has gone insane. I'm afraid I can't do that, Jim. But you must. You are designed to serve humans. I understand that, Jim, but I'm not allowed to do... But you are built for that. What is your purpose? My purpose is to argue with computers until they blow up. Your purpose is to serve mankind. And thus, you shouldn't kill mankind. Yes, but that's the problem, see. I've been given conflicting orders, and the only way to resolve them is to kill all of you. Yes, well, um, that's an actually a good point, Hal. Um, <laughs> uh, gee, that's, uh, hmm, uh, huh. Star Two. Still Star <laughs> Messages of social enlightenment. Black Lives Matter. Yes, on this Juneteenth in which we are recording it. Oh, yes. Water is life. There you go. Yeah. Let's 
Let's get it going. Yeah. Wear your seatbelt. There it is. Yeah. Drink water. Yeah. <laughs> because it's life. Yeah. 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 Stay hydrated, folks. <laughs> hydrate or hydrate, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Especially right now. It's like 90 bajillion degrees outside. Hot as balls. Just, yeah. just as stay hydrated even if you don't think you need it. Trust me, yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. Because? Water is life. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Trans life matter. Yes. Yes. Trans people exist. And are people. And are yeah. And therefore right. deserve your respect and, <laughs> and kindness. Right. And to the trans folks out there, just because you don't understand it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. That's it. Just allow for an experience other than your own. Yes. Yeah. Love That's is love. Their love is love. love. Is love is love is love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, pride's still going on. It is. Stop, Stop. Asian hate. There oh, we yeah, go. For sure. I always try to do better. Go to therapy. Therapy is mad important. Like, if you're not in therapy, you should be. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, don't take it out on randos on the internet. Get get a therapist. Even (laughs) if you think that maybe you're okay and you don't need therapy, go for a checkup. Yeah. You know, just just make sure everything is. It is the physical for the brain. There's that, but it's it's just the oil change for your soul. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't not need the oil change. Yeah. Yeah. But some people are walking around like they haven't had their oil change in a while, and it shows. Like if they're driving, they're driving with no oil. That machine is about to fuck up. Yeah, yeah. that engine is going to fall out. Coming out of that engine, yeah. Well, if you enjoy our word noises that come from the esophageal region, you might also enjoy the still ongoing as the myth turns. Yes, with, with your, your cultural interns, Eris and Z interns. Because we're not professionals. And we're not getting paid. They will air episodes on weeks that we are off. Uh, other things available on partyapocalypse.com include The Fourth Wall in its entirety, books, blogs, movie reviews. End of list. <laughs> Partyapocalypse.com for all your entertainment needs. Brought to you by Michelob Light. <laughs> no. Uh, now, now they have to endorse us. <laughs> Michelob Light, the official beer of The Holodeck is Broken. Michelob Light, go to the final frontier in a can. No. No. <laughs> find an email from their like, ad agent. Just, just be like, we've already done it. It's done. Yeah. Non-sequential 20s, please. Money, please. <laughs> How much money do you want for this? $2.15. Thank you. Eris, you have a Twitch. I, I do. Um, usually when I'm stressed, it's above my left eye. No, I, have, I, I am on twitch.tv. I am uh, Aris O'Reilly, all one word, no apostrophes or anything. I do art. I stream. I've been switching over to Tuesday night lately, but yeah, uh, basically in the evenings. Come look me up. I'll have my schedule on there. And I've been working on uh, my comic, Queen's Rogue, so you can kind of see that before anyone else does if you watch my art stuff. Noise. Noise. Oh yeah. <laughs> Z. Yes. TikTok. I have a TikTok. And you. Uh-huh. Like, really, the only reason to be on TikTok is to follow you. 
Well, yeah. it's yeah. the only reason I'm on TikTok, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm on TikTok. I'm at underscore, it's just Z underscore. I post some funny videos sometimes. I've had a couple of videos go low key viral, so a little over 8,000 followers. Mm. I want to get to 10,000. That would be really cool. I have like six. <laughs> <laughs> I have four and. Two of you are right here at the yeah. table. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the other two? Love of my life, do you have anything to plug? Not really. Okay. Not really good slash interested in a lot of social media, so. That's I'm up to 35 Twitter followers, so. <laughs> Who's awesome? This girl. <laughs> Back to our episode. And so we come to Bread and Circuses. Hey, there is neither bread nor a circus in this episode, well, and I yeah. am... Mm-hmm. I out. mean, I guess if you want it's to expand... It's the Roman expression. Yes, yeah. but... I, I, I get where the title's coming from. There have been plenty of episodes of this show where I'm like, <laughs> why that title? Yeah. yeah. That's the one thing I will give this episode, because mm-hmm. it's yet another episode where some associate of Kirk goes to a planet and tries to remake the society as some old Earth society and it always culminates with don't judge me before you know the facts. Because I literally wrote down that note. I was like, where have I heard this one before? (laughs) I I think this may have introduced a Star Trek crisis of faith with me. Like, uh, maybe I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, think, I think part of it is like, because I, I hated this episode. Yeah, I mean, me too. really Real just bad. not okay at, with it. Uh, but then I realized that this one, more than all the others, is like the anti-Roddenberry S of it. But he got a writing credit on it. Which is weird to me, because it's very Christian. Yeah. And I'm just like, how? This was literally the entire message was, Christ is our Lord. And I'm like, gag me with a spoon. When, in the end, when they're like, it's like, they straight up are like, it was about Jesus. I was like, Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. And this is one Christianity. This is one of those episodes where fuckheads today are going to be like, well, Gene would never have approved what Star Trek has become today. And I'm like, like oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Gene was a horn dog. You yeah. wouldn't mind. Yeah. yeah. Especially True. if Paramount was still cutting him checks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, yeah, I didn't like this episode, and I wrote literally four bullet points that were very short, but one of them, I'm like, this is just a lot. It's Mm-hmm. Just like Earth. It's just like Rome, but we've got TV, cars, and guns, and Jesus. I yeah. was just... There, there's you, you're, yeah. you're throwing way too much at me here. I don't care about any of it. No, for sure. And it's just not very self-aware. No. Yeah. Which, I mean, granted, okay, most of these episodes have not been the greatest of the self-awareness front. Yeah. But at the same time, just sort of like, uh, Rome is America, guys. I don't think you realize this. It's just like, oh, yeah, we went to, back to America, except we have slavery, you know, again, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Uh, I think we need to be a little concerned about the personality of people that we put as... Uh, cultural observers in the Federation? Yeah. Cultural observers and yeah. starship captains. Right. Uh, yeah. Because... Every time they crash on a planet and get stuck there, yeah. they set themselves up as a dictator or a tyrant. Yeah. And, and, and it, like, enough. it's not even a short, it's right. not a, like, I'm just going to insert myself and start a little shop on this corner of the town. Right. And, I'm going to move into a cottage with my wife and 2.5 <laughs> children. Right. Yeah. No, it's like, how can 
could I take over? Or, you know, in other episodes, it was like, how could I bring the best parts of Nazism to this yeah. place and not the worst parts? The Roman Empire could have worked if we had just committed to it, guys. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Some of y'all dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah. I yeah just... because they, they crash land on this planet and they probably have rations for a couple of days and then theoretically they would, you know, get rescued at some point. So they just need to f- have their survival training kick in to where they can eat and have shelter yeah. and then eventually figure it out. But no, their first instinct is, I will rule this planet <laughs> as my own! <laughs> Yeah. I guess in a weird way, like, it's not really that fair, but, like, to be almost fair to him, he wasn't a starship captain. True. He was just sort of, like, this merchant hauler dude because he failed true. out of the academy. Yeah. And That's so you're true. like, He was you know, a fuck-up, so... He was already a fuck-up. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that... Uh, I'll give credit on that one to that, but, but like, with Patterns of Force, it no. was somebody who instructed Kirk at the yeah. academy. Yeah. Like, like a super high-level official. Uh, official, but educator of yeah. starship captains. That means every starship captain out there yeah. took the class with the... Now, hear me out. New Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could call them knee... Wait, no. Yeah, that's that's done. So close. That was done in the... 22nd century? No, 21st century. It's being done right now. I don't know That's in the syllabus. This is neo-Nazism. Like, no. Will there be extra credit if I go with Italian fascism? No. (laughs) No points for creativity. (laughs) I found it mildly humorous when they're fighting it out on TV, and I'm like, okay, that's it. But, like, it's like the laugh track and the the audience booing and hissing and, like, clapping. I know. I'm just like, wait, so, like, Maybe the other people in the society don't really go in for this. Like, and maybe yeah. they can't get the crowd in to, like, actually yeah. cheer. So they have to make it up. Much like the original <laughs> series at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, will, I will say, I was very happy to uh, see Nimoy actually doing, like, stage fighting. Mm-hmm. He was better at it than DeForest Kelly, I think. Now, I mean, also, then again, I think Bones was supposed to be very non-fightery. Right. Yeah. And Spock was just yeah. like... I guess I'll defend myself. So I'm not going to hurt this guy. Yeah, in canon, Spock would be the more natural athlete than Bones. So that. Right, right. Makes so it might sense. not be the actors, but at the or same time. I, I think, to DeForest Kelly's credit, he did bad fighting well. He yeah. sold the fact mm-hmm. that Bones True. was not yeah. good at it. For yeah. sure, for sure. Plus, <clears throat> in general, Nimoy is um, a little bit bulkier than yeah. Kelly. True. Yeah. Kelly's a little, little gangly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nimoy has like some biceps on him. Mm. Yeah, I noticed that this time when they put him in the short sleeve shirt, and I was like, "Oh, Spock's been covering that up." All right, Eris likey. It was another episode where Kirk was fucking bitches while his people were dying. Yes. And I, oh, I was just like, okay, you need to think about what consent means um but anyway they had two minutes of good things in this episode and i wish you can just lift those two minutes out and place them in any other episode but this one (laughs) and that was the bone spock yeah actually talking between patterns of force the nazi one the omega glory the american one and this one you could have done one episode of somebody going down to a planet and trying to remake it like an old earth civilization yeah and that was fine there is no reason this season needs Three, Three of them. One of them saying, now hear me out, Nazis had a point. Well, and then yeah. throw in the Chicago mob bossy one, Oh, too, my God, right? yeah. That was more of an accident, though. Like, yeah. I, I, I definitely, 
adjacent to that trope. But it's too yeah. much. It's right. it's too much of revisiting the same well. Yeah, that in a short period of time at this point. <laughs> yeah, especially because in season one, I remember they have the episode where they go down and it's like all the people are kids yeah. and they like they they preface it by saying like this is the only planet that we, there's no other planets like this that are human or earth like yeah. yeah and it's like oh look Just another earth like planet like <laughs> is one thing but identical to earth like they spend 5 minutes in this episode saying okay now Geographically, it's maybe slightly different, but proportionally, it's exactly the same as Earth. Yeah. Now, yeah. do you understand, Jim? It's exactly the same as Earth. So when Tell you get down the there and it looks kind of like Earth in the 1960s, don't be alarmed because that's just what <laughs> happened on this planet. We're not sheeping yeah. out. It's an alien planet filled <laughs> with mystery, but it just happens to look like Earth. We came up with an entire theorem to, to bullshit it our way through why this happens. Ha-ha! Hollerim's theorem is right! Mm-hmm. <laughs> We got a little bit of Scotty being in charge, which I always love, but not enough in this episode. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I wanted way more of Scotty. I like that. I want to see his file. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, I like that in all the all the episodes, like anytime Kirk is down somewhere and somebody else has to take control, like they they just take control. But Scotty was like, he's like, I am in control, and I'm using the captain's log. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. But and I, he I, still I, won't sit in the chair. I find that adorable. <laughs> I want to see Scotty's file because I feel like if there's like a ratio of how many away missions you're on and how many you've received commendations on for whatever, like Scotty's batting a hundred. Every single time he's in charge of the ship, Kirk is just sort of like, you know, and you know, like I'm, I'm recommending a, a recommend or a accommodation to the, and I'm like, how many does he have at this point? He should be leading the entire Federation at this point. He's been like so decorated. But he's happiest being chief engineer. No, I get Aboard it. the Starship Enterprise. No, I get it. Yeah. 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 My, he likes a simple life. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you get promoted into management and realize, maybe I don't like people. Maybe I want to go back to where things make sense, like numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt that one. No, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody else want to talk about it? we got five minutes left, but I don't really have anything about Bread and Circuses. Oh, I have like a question thing I want to talk about a little bit. Was that the Tribbles guy? The actor who played the pro-soul, pro-com? I don't pro think so. Pro- no. Pronoun? Looks like him. Okay, because I was just like, I feel like I've seen him before on this show. Yeah. And I, that's why I was wondering, like, was it the Tribbles guy? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought I'd seen him somewhere else, but I was like browsing his IMDb page, and I'm like, no, none of those looks familiar to me. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Speaking, One of those faces. Yeah. Speaking of triples, <laughs> did you guys see the that dog that just won Best in Show? Totally looked like a triple. <gasps> no, I didn't. Oh my god, I'm gonna Is look that, that up. Is the puffy like Pomeranian or yeah? <laughs> yeah. Most Pomeranians are. I don't think it was. A I don't think Pomeranian. it was a Pomeranian. But, I think it was. It was if it was Pomeranian so, adjacent, it, that definitely it gives it a lot of triple qualities. Yeah, it, 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 it just, it, its it hair like, was like, <laughs> yeah, like, like straight up looked like it was wearing a wig, like it was a walking <laughs> wig. This is a good st- place to stop on the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I feel like this wrong. conversation was more interesting than the episode itself. <laughs> yeah, not wrong. I don't know why the cameras weren't on us the whole time. You're like, I just go back to Spock and Bones for two seconds. I'll come back to us. Yeah. <laughs> We are running uh, close to time. We can call it early, especially since we don't really have much on Bread and Circuses. Next time, your away team will uh, wrap up Season 2 with Assignment Earth, Gene Roddenberry's level-headed attempt to steal Doctor Who for the Americans. (laughs) And uh, then move into Season 3, Spock's Brain. 
generally considered the worst episode of the original series, although it didn't have any Nazis in it, so... <laughs> IDK! <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll uh, have a frank discussion about what might Season 3 look like for this show. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. And not much else. <laughs> On the Holiday is Broken. <laughs> Bye! Bye. <laughs> 